The first time I ever saw my mother cry was on my 15th birthday. Mason Collier, leader of the Watchers, and his wife, Jess, were speaking with my parents on the front porch of our Colorado home. I watched my mother as she listened intently to what they had to say. During the talk, her ever-present smile vanished to be replaced by a troubled frown. She sat down hard on the porch swing as if their words held a physical weight she wasn't strong enough to bear. She lifted a shaky hand to her lips, and her shoulders began to visibly shake. Even from a distance, I knew she was crying. As I remained seated at the picnic table watching her unexpected reaction, I felt a need to go to her, but knew I shouldn't. Something bad had just happened. Something very bad. After Mason and Jess walked away from my parents to give them some privacy, they came to sit back down at the picnic table with the rest of us. My father tried to place a comforting arm around my mom's shoulders, but she pushed him away. She said something I couldn't hear, but I could see her anger clearly enough on her face. My dad sat there beside her, letting my mother use him as a target for her rage, even though I felt sure he had done nothing to deserve it. After she unleashed all of her fury, she broke down into heart-wrenching sobs. My father wrapped his arms around her then and held my mom tenderly to him until she stopped crying. God appeared on the porch shortly afterward. I watched as he said something to my parents and held one of his hands out to my mom as if asking her to come with him somewhere. My mother looked at him warily like she didn't even want him there, much less to go somewhere with him. She looked mad at God, something I had never seen before. Usually when God came, she willingly went with him. But that day I could tell she didn't want to be anywhere near him. She wanted him to leave her alone. Reluctantly, she stood and placed her hand into his. He then phased her to points unknown. After she left, my father looked over at me and tried to smile reassuringly. His eyes, usually filled with joy, held a sadness now I couldn't understand. I was about to go to him and ask what was going on, but Uncle Malcolm beat me there. My father started to walk Uncle Malcolm into our home, presumably to keep their conversation private. He looked back at me and tilted his head towards our guests, indicating I should take care of them and not worry about what had just transpired between him and my mother. I looked around the picnic table at the people gathered to help me celebrate my birthday and stood in complete awe of my life and those around me. Mason and Jess were speaking in soft whispers to one another at the opposite end of the table from me. I could only assume they were discussing whatever it was they had just told my parents. Jess was pregnant with their first child at the time. I was actually still a little confused on whether or not I was related to Jess, the whole archangel slash vessel connection was all a bit confusing.